Hello, 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 it's Elijah. We're here with the Black Apprentice Network, a little podcast. It's the first episode and we got one of the other co-founders. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Ruben Abwaje Popu, how you doing, man? Yeah, man, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good, bro. I'm doing good. I'm happy mm. to be here, bro. Yes, so, a little elevator pitch, so. Uh, cool, my name's Ruben Yawabaje Foku. I'm a solicitor apprentice at one of a big four accounting or professional service firms. I work in um, global entity management, which is basically corporate secretarial work. Um, I study law. And yeah, that's about it. What about you, Elijah? Okay, cool, cool, cool. I'm Elijah Lanipek, and I'm a technology apprentice at one of the uh, Fortune 200 technology companies specialising in CRM and the CRM platform. Come really, on. really helping implement the software into businesses and helping them digitally transform for the new age. I think mm-hmm. it's a calm job. I think it's a calm job. Yes. Uh. Anyway, Ruben, I've got a couple of questions for you. Yeah, I'm ready. Gonna... One of the questions is, how's your apprenticeship been so far? You know what? Starting from, I started quite late actually. So I started in October. Um, so I had the longest summer ever. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if if I'm talking in the initial stages, the transition was unique. It was mostly online onboarding. So I don't think any previous generation, unless uh, maybe the previous cohort had to do online mm-hmm. um, transition. So it, was, it wasn't that daunting because you're not actually going into the office wearing suits and etc. I think so far it's been a great experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not even just talking about the money, which I always talk about. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's genuinely been a great experience in terms of career development and, and just even corporate awareness. Like, you don't realise when you're coming out of sixth form how important it is and keeping up with just the corporate environment in general. Like, I I watch the news and I'll be learning stuff now. Yeah, yeah. It's in me, like, when, I was, when, when you're younger, you're like, why is my dad watching the news? Like, go watch some cartoons, bro. Like, mm-hmm. But now I'm watching car, um, the news and I'm thinking, damn, like, this is actually really important. This this plays a part in my daily life. So you feel like you're actually a part of the world now. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, like, everything I do now, like, I have big clients. I'm not going to name clients, confidential on that. Course, course. But we have big clients where if you don't do this, it will affect that company. And you see this company on a daily. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just wild to me that from 18 we already started that type of lifestyle yeah. but it's, it's been a, a great and um ch- challenging sometimes experience but yeah it's been great what about you well me i think it's been a really good experience I have, i've had those also the feelings where we may be talking to a big client and it's just crazy that these things could actually affect them and in my, in my place like the way that you digitally transform businesses if you're able to do it it could really have crazy effect and really accelerate their growth mm. so being able to have that impact on a company and being able to be involved in teams that are making that impact i think is pretty crazy especially at 18 bro. yeah man i think it's crazy man. yeah fresh out of sixth form i'm already doing these things bro. exactly it's wild man what about um what about in terms of how do you think the apprenticeship has affected your like personal life for example like the way you um kind of like interact with people outside of work definitely bro it's changed everything mm-hmm. like <clears throat> if, if if i'm gonna start like domestically at home it changed a lot because now the, the i actually contribute to the household mm-hmm. and and if we're gonna count for a household income i'm basically a third parent mm-hmm. if anything and especially because oftentimes when you're from a black background or urban background your parents don't have the highest of incomes compared to your white counterparts yeah. so 
like I might under if I'm looking at it, I might earn the same as my mum or dad, but I'm I'm eighteen, mm-hmm. so so the dynamic is a bit more. They're not paying for anything I'm doing, so what I'm I'm still in the house, so I can do what I want, but with respect. Yeah, is me? But now it's a thing of. I feel like now I'm kind of a, a leader of the community. Mm-hmm. Like when I see cousins who are younger than me, or or any like I'm always being called for. Oh, put them on. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah, you you've done something really good, and you should really let the whole community. These are from uncles and aunts that haven't talked to me in years. Mm-hmm. Bear in mind, and they're now calling me to talk to their their kids and be like, oh, is there any way you can help them get into this? Like, is it me? Like now I feel more like a leader of a community. About you, like. I, yeah, I think um, I think that's something that isn't talked about en- enough. Mm-hmm. I guess it means I guess it's because like there isn't too many apprentices mm-hmm. in the world right now. But yeah, I think yeah, the way you're perceived by other people, like the things that you may be doing, the responsibilities that you may have, is different. Even maybe cousins that are in their twenties, they don't have that same level yeah. of responsibility. Would you say Would you say like your influence in your micro communities equivalent to that of a Cambridge and Oxford student mm. I don't think we've gotten to that stage yet I don't I don't think so because I'll be real I think that's it's it's very inspiring to see that mm. it's cr- like I can't like that type of shit is cr- oh, I don't want to swear but anyway yeah. I'll edit it out but I think that type of stuff is crazy bro to see like someone even from like the school we went to yeah. to go to Oxford Cambridge, that's yeah. a that's a big thing. But, bro. but you you do realize like saying we sat here, our introduction was we work for Fortune two hundred company and, yeah. a, and a big four accounting firm exactly. where Oxford and Cambridge students also want to work there. So we're like, I don't want to say we're a step ahead, but it's a similar position. Yeah. What I will say though is that like um, I think people at like kids at sixteen, eighteen, let's say they hear about that, they'll be less. I think there's still a stigma behind apprenticeships. Yeah. I think, like, even me, even me, when I see what I will have after the apprenticeship, I'm like, whoa. Like, yeah, yeah. It's cr- like, that's, cr- that, that, that's crazy, bro. And a lot, of, a lot of people don't know that. And it's like, I wouldn't say it's equivalent to the opportunities that Oxford Cambridge grad has. Mm. But let's say even a lot of Russell Group unis in general don't have that. Those opportunities, bro. At all. I would say it's only comparable to, like, Oxbridge, LSC, yeah. Imperial, maybe Warwick, and that's why, especially yeah. if you place place yourself at the right apprenticeship. Yeah. I think it's um, I I would say opportunities are less sparse when you're when you're competing in this type of league. Like mm-hmm. you, you could be headhunted. Exactly. Like, bro. When, when we're talking about you, yeah, <laughs> I, I want to say yeah, too much, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. But when you're getting headhunted and you're young. And and you didn't even go to these Russell Group. You're being offered the same places, the same salaries, basically, mm-hmm. as somebody that went to a top university, well-known, prestige university, mm-hmm. and you got in because you made the right decision when you were younger. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's great to be honest. And even like those bigger firms, like in your case, I don't know, Overy, bro. Like if you get that type of apprenticeship at that age, yeah, that man. could. Is yeah. that equivalent to like an Oxbridge type of yes, thing? Like, I'm gonna be real. Like, okay, with with law, we have like a website called Legal Cheek where it shows it breaks down the statistics of like which unis got into like this company, mm-hmm. and like for companies like Alan, I didn't get into Alan and Aubrey just in case anybody thinks that's my apprenticeship. But, I don't think they were even out when you were applying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They weren't out, but um, so they have a breakdown, and some of them are like fifty percent Oxford and Cambridge like 40% um, uh, Russell Group 
Yeah. And sometimes it is, it's pretty much 100% Russell Group, nothing else. I think now that companies are moving towards more social mobility, they're, they're going to be focusing on apprenticeships. That yeah. have, like People have come out of apprenticeships and stuff like that. Yeah. So I don't think I have too much to worry about for career um, prospects. But if anything, I'm going to be like aspirational. Yeah, but even like we know we know a guy that goes GS GS degree apprenticeship, questies yes, and other kind of this like someone like that, yeah, that's able to get this degree from Queen Mary's and also have that experience at a firm like Goldman. That's comparable to like a computer science grad that period for example. Yeah, definitely, definitely, especially with that combination of the uni. Like as much as some people in London may be like, oh, Queen Mary's is this and that. At the end of the day, it's a Russell Group University tied in with a global firm that's named in movies and such. Yeah. Like that, that combination alone, it can take you pretty much anywhere in the world. You've already got a firm on your CV that's that that well, has reputation, bro. Literally, and also I also think the country aspect. You know, if we were to move out of this country, to say that you worked in a big firm like that in a city like London, London bro, yeah it, and let's say even if you take it to New York like London is very reputable exactly and, and they're gonna see you as more qualified because for some reason our accent kind of protrudes wisdom I don't yeah. wanna say wisdom but kind of get you get me like they're, they're gonna assume oh we're, we're knowledgeable and that so um, bro as soon as I'm finished I can't lie my aim is to move out mm-hmm. get at least have a three year experience in like Texas or Toronto mm-hmm. or New York or Singapore even. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Like I feel like the, the international opportunities are much... Uh, actually, let me say equivalent to those that are national, but sometimes you get bigger ones abroad. And I like how we're kind of covering... I think in terms of these apprenticeship kind of talks, the only thing that people talk about is the job. Mm. And, and, the like, money, yeah, and the money. Yeah, exactly. I don't even see too many people talking about the money, though. Is it? I, I can't like... Let's when, touch on it a bit, bro. Yeah, man. I feel like... Actually, I don't think I do see... I feel like if they are talking about the money, they're talking about where the money gets them, but they're not talking about how they actually dealt with getting the money. Because mm-hmm. I, I dealt with it terribly for the first three, yeah, bro, yeah, three months. Getting like, mm. Yeah, especially in a culture where we're so used to buying things that fall in value. Consumerism. Yeah, man. It's, it's so heavy in our culture. So for me, first thing I was doing, buying clothes, man. Trap star jacket, chains, mm-hmm. this and that, this and that. But now I'm at a point where I started this new year and I, I, I'm saving like nearly half my salary on buying a house in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Like I don't even want to bake the plans in it, yeah, but yeah, yeah, buying yeah, a house yeah, in a yeah, couple of yeah. years, man. But yeah, I feel like people need to, before you get into an apprenticeship, you kind of have to have a plan of where yeah. you're headed. Because I've seen apprentices not have a plan and they're just as bad off as the average uni student after. Yeah, I think you should even have a job, bro, before you get an appre- before you, you leave, have a yeah. appren- apprenticeship. Like, during that summer, get a, l- yeah. get a job. Yeah. And then, because, ca- like, I can't, like, getting all that money first time, bro, yeah. the first time you get money is that amount. Mm. That might be a bit, like, whoa. Yeah, literally. Like, literally. I'm getting this money. Whoa, like, that, that's mad. Preferably, one thing I would suggest you do is buy everything that's necessary before you get to the apprenticeship, because you'll convince yourself to buy more expensive ne- necessary items like mm. during the summer I bought basic things like a Nike Tech mm. to me that's a necessity like you need a, 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 a track so you can go out in every day if I'd done it during my apprenticeship I would have went up in price I would have just bought things that I thought were necessary yeah. but definitely weren't necessary but yeah like I did buy a lot of ridiculous stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say ridiculous but I should have waited I you still have yeah. bare t- bro people, are, people that are at uni they don't even get this start yeah, bro man. even if you 
even if you didn't do it and like spend all your money Literally. for your first year, for example, mm-hmm. you still have two more Word. years than the average uni, uni student will have on starting their financial future. It's true, man. But onto onto, I would say my question: like, how would you say being black influenced your experience in your apprenticeship? Um, I think well, me firstly, you wouldn't know as you're listening to the podcast, but my hair's pretty long. My hair's mm. pretty long. It's dreaded. It's dreaded. And free, like, free form, by the way. Yeah. Free form. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I've, yeah, I can't, I was thinking about cutting it off. I think, I, yeah, I told you about this. Mm. I was thinking of cutting it off, but I thought, like, nah, I'll, I'll keep it. I mm. can't, like, I'm, I'm attached to this yeah. hair. <laughs> I'm yeah. attached to this hair. Mm-hmm. And yeah, a couple of people just, just went up to me and said, oh, your hair's nice, very unique, and stuff like that. But um, back to the original question, I don't, I don't think, um, I tried not to have that mindset of, yeah, like, because I'm black, I'm not going to have this opportunity yeah. or it will hold me but I, I really try not to have that mindset even if it does mm-hmm. I still work as I, I still work the same way and work try to do the best I can yeah so I think um, if you're black going into this apprenticeship and you're listening to this podcast if you're black thinking of going into an apprenticeship don't think that being black will hold you back even if it does even if it does mm-hmm. still have that mindset that you want to push and being black isn't going to stop you because that could definitely be a limiting belief yeah i, I think yeah is if, if you're hyper aware about it it could definitely be a detriment to you but for me i would say because we're in such large companies most of the people are white mm-hmm. and and on my apprenticeship i'm the only black person i've met i met two others on a different on two different programs but I, like this is out of 100 maybe mm-hmm. maybe 200 in the london office but the thing is you should definitely be aware when something happens but don't look for it mm-hmm. when it comes notice it but don't look for it because they, as much as it is tight in the corporate world they are recently more, more trying to push towards it with ESG um, initiatives and like even my apprenticeship even the company I work for we have a, a recently we have a black heritage program yeah which I, I joined recently and it's like they provide you a mentor, not a black mentor, they provide you a, a, a white mentor so that it's like, you're informing them about your experience and they're helping you navigate the environment. Like the, the aim of it is for more black people to be senior in senior positions. Mm-hmm. So it's a bit of a, like a double-edged sword of how you look at being black in a workplace. Like it could be um, a booster to your experience or it could be a detriment. Mm-hmm. But honestly like my team i'm actually quite comfortable like how's the diversity in your company there isn't i think um one of the points of the apprenticeship was to promote diversity a lot of companies do yeah yeah. that's one of it's one of the ways because i think as you get more senior the talent pool kind of in terms of especially diverse candidates gets even smaller so it's easiest to do it on, this on lower levels yeah. yeah on lower levels when the qualifications may be less yeah astringent, so you know i think we talked about that briefly and a shout out to the amos bursary yeah. but we had um we went to the amos bursary meeting talking about um we had a brother um brother to brother session yeah or something. yeah and we we're talking about boys to men boys yeah, to men. yeah boys to men we we're talking about um we we're talking about how regardless i said they were talking about why isn't there enough black people in senior positions and i said that because regardless of what type of black what black person there is there's a certain type of black person that's going to get in yeah like you have to actually have a mindset of i don't want to say black liberation but you actually have to be similarly pro-black to actually make change Mm -hmm. but some people are not 
Hello, hello, it's Elijah here. We appreciate you guys watching that episode. The episode's gonna end there. We hope we've you've been able to kind of inspire you more to do apprenticeships or inspired you more to continue on your journey to get an apprenticeship. And I hope you have more of an understanding of what the experience is of an apprentice. But we appreciate you listening to that episode. Hope you have a nice day and see you soon.